was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. First Peter chapter 4 and verse 12. The Bible says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. I want to talk to you from a very simple subject, trial by fire. Trial by fire. Peter is writing to what is called the diaspora of the church in the first century that found themselves being persecuted, killed for the cause and the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ, running in what we call the woods, sometimes destitute of daily food, sometimes not even knowing where their next meal was coming from. So as to this group, the diaspora that Peter writes, to encourage them to keep on keeping on with the Lord and to understand that God is faithfully committed to his people. How many of y'all know that the Lord is committed to you and he's committed to me and he's not going to change his commitments because of our sometime throwed off actions. Many are the afflictions. Not M-I-N-I. M-A-N-Y. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. The life of the child of God, better known as the Christian, is one of both sunshine and shadows, ups and downs, trials and glory. 
Life is a refining process. Life will prove not only to the child of God, but to everybody around that child, whether or not that person is a true believer. So Peter writes and he says, Beloved, that's the body of Christ. Think it not strange. Strange means don't be surprised. Strange means don't think that it's unusual now that you've accepted Jesus that every day is going to be a great, great day and it's going to all work out for your good. Yeah, it's going to work out for your good, but it doesn't mean the same day you're going through. Because there is a refining process. And it's called fire. And the fire is the refiner that God uses to burn all of this stuff out of our character. So that, like Job said, when I am tried in the fire. Mm hmm. I will come through as pure gold. Now, I'm wearing gold. I'm looking at some of you all wearing gold. And and you know all things being equal. In order to get the dross out of the silver or to get the things out of the gold that should not be there because gold is tainted starting out, so it has to go through a fiery process in order to burn out the things that don't make gold gold. A lot of times God is not pleased with our character and here comes a fiery trial. A lot of times we think that if I'm okay with God, everything is okay. Oh no. We keep overlooking one another. And we got to understand that we are going to have to humble our hearts and begin to love our brothers and sisters and our enemies like we ought to because we're wasting time not doing it. So don't think it's strange concerning this surprise that's coming your way. Don't think it's unusual because you're a tither and you pray and you fast and then all hello somebody break out on Monday after you've had a glorious Sunday. Don't think it's strange. And now notice what he's saying. Beloved, think it not strange. Don't be surprised. Concerning, you know, wrap your mind around this. Concerning the fiery trial. Okay? Concerning the fiery trial. Listen. Which is to try you. You said you're a child of God. You said that you would follow him Lord, I'll follow you wherever you lead me. You, 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 you said that. You said, wherever you lead me, I will go. We said, whether it's morning, night, or noon, Lord, you can depend on me, but the game is on this Sunday, so I ain't going to be back. <laughs> Can't you hear the Lord saying to the prophet Isaiah, whom can I send and who will go for us? Uh-huh. See, the moment we accepted Jesus, well, first of all, let's be real, real with it. 
we were not doing well when we came to him. And now that we are with him, some kind of way we thought that we had finally made it over into the end zone and everything was fine. Yeah, you are saved if you accepted him. But now the refining process. The refining process means that those that used to love you are now suspect. People that you thought you could lean and depend on are no longer there. They're calling you everything except a child of God at the beauty shop you used to go to to get your hair done. Peter said, don't think it's strange concerning these fiery trials, which is to try you. Which means then that these trials, in order for us to understand and not be falling all out with God and got a mouth full of why me, why not you? Because the devil is all of our enemy. And the devil wants to turn God's people against God. So you prayed and your mother died. You prayed and your brother died. You prayed and, and they still, you know, broke into your house and all this other stuff. And the devil shows up and see, now if you was a child of God, that wouldn't be happening. Who told you that? Who told you to... Not look at that scripture that I just quoted. Many of the afflictions of the righteous. So who are you? Who am I? The devil is after that word. He is after that word. That is why he has sold a lot of folk in the body of Christ. They don't need Sunday school. They don't need to be taught. I'm just going to get my word from the pulpit. That's good too. But we need to be taught all the days of our lives so that when we are surprised with these fiery trials, we won't be pointing our little bony finger up toward heaven and say, God, you let me down. No, 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 no. You were chosen in the furnace. I read this Bible. Of affliction. When God got ready to get some folk, he, he, he didn't go over yonder where the placid seas were gently rosing, uh, rolling along and the, and the flowers were blooming on the shore. He went down to that old smoky furnace. That's where he went. He went down to that furnace. And, and to show you the power of God, he chose us in the furnace of affliction. And God put his bottom dollar on the fact that, listen, I chose you in the furnace of affliction. I will never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. And I'm in you, and I'm on you, and I'm with you. But however, in order for the world at large and your family and the folk you work with to know that you are mine, I got to take you through something. I got to take you all the way to your human extremity, to your farthest point. Because man's extremities is God's opportunity. Now, 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 you know, ain't no need to get mad. Let's just talk about it. Because God cannot adequately use any of us if we have not been through the fire. 
You got to go through. Oh, I know it was a, it was a happy day for a lot of folk in the city because Fred Caldwell's name was just raining out. You either loved him or you hated him. You prayed for him or you didn't. And that's not self-exalting. I'm telling you, when those whom you love turn against you and say all manner of evil against you falsely, then you have to make a decision, am I going to go back with them so that they can shut up talking about me in a negative way? Or am I going to go the way that the Lord has instructed for me to go? I chose to go the way the Lord has instructed me to go because I ain't seen nothing yet. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. But in order to get to, you got to go through. So what is the devil after in your life? He's after us not trusting God no more, nor his word. But the power of God is seen in the middle of the storm. He's still holding you up. <laughs> you know, the devil sometimes want to look behind you and say, boy, I done hit you with everything, even a slop jaw. And you still standing here talking about, praise ye the Lord, hallelujah, glory be to Jesus. And he's trying to figure out what's holding you up. You say grace. It's grace that's holding me up. I know I don't deserve to be saved. What else is new? But he did it anyway. He chose us in the furnace of affliction. Many of the afflictions of the righteous. So Peter says, don't think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. That unusual fire, that trial by fire. Trial by fire means to be set on fire. I remember during the Vietnam era and uh, when the war in Vietnam was going on, oftentimes on the evening news, they would have someone who had doused themselves with gasoline and had set themselves on fire because they had made up in their minds that I can no longer deal with the world the way that I see it and nobody has seen all of the death and destruction that I have seen in Vietnam, so therefore I am no longer satisfied with living this life. So they struck a match after they had doused themselves with gasoline and they set themselves on fire. And maybe you've been to a movie, you know the movies, they got all this stuff going, somebody is in a burning room and then all of a sudden they're running out of the building and they're totally on fire. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. See, the Bible says when all men speak well of you, you will trespass for a piece of bread. And see, too many people are trying to save themselves from persecution by not saying anything about Jesus. In some kind of way, we think we're going to be more acceptable if we are secret agent, double O soul, undercover Christian. Satan is after that word. It's the trying of your faith that worketh patience. So let patience have her perfect work so that you can grow up. And I can grow up. And we can grow up to spiritual maturity. So do you think it's right to cry about everything that's going wrong in your life? No. You are in the furnace to be refined. How are you going to help a baby in Christ and you crying about a broken fingernail? God help us in the name of Jesus. 
Tell your neighbor, you got to go through to get to. Now, I know you faced some stuff this year that caused you to scratch your head and wonder, what in the world? How did this happen? Where did it come from? And then we begin to plead our case. Lord, you know I pray. Lord, you know I'm a tither. Lord, you know I don't do nobody wrong. Peter says, that's good, but you don't understand something. That word you got in you, God is going to prove to you that it's stronger than all your trials. Oh, someone say it right there. <laughs> God is going to prove to you that no matter what the devil brings, the word he put in you has already been tried in the fire. Because it got up from the dead. So the word works. God ain't picking on you. God is proving you. <laughs> It's the trying of your faith. In 1 Peter 1 and 7, look at this word. I'm talking about trial by fire. So we can understand why the Lord allows this stuff to come. Because he's Adonijah. Because he is the Lord and he knows exactly what we need. The sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. And God is revealing that glory in the middle of the trial because we are not cracking all apart and falling all apart and running out there getting drunk and all this stuff. We may ask the Lord why? Well here's the answer. First Peter 1 and 7. That the trial of your faith says your faith on trial. It's my faith on trial. And it's a trial by fire. It's unusual. It's not ordinary. So what is God after? To perfect what he started in you. There's no other way to get perfected than trial by fire. Trial by fire. 1 Peter 1 and 7. Let's read it. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Now notice that. It's the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perish. So then faith comes by hearing. And hearing comes by the word of God, right? So the word that we hear with understanding, the devil can't take that word. So now we're called upon to either stand on, trust God, believe that word, or to deny, turn our back on that word, go back into the world looking for some kind of relief. And that's why a lot of times, you know, the Christians are the only ones in line at that liquor store. You know, yeah, by the way, they ain't got no check to be cashed. Because, you know, the devil try to sell us something. Okay, if, if, if you can get, get drunk and get out of it or get all doped up, tomorrow things are going to be better. No, that's not solving the problem. Because when you lie down, when you sleep, when you get up, that word is still in you. The devil ain't going to quit until you pull your sword. I ain't got no help in you. You, you, you either going to be run over or you're going to stand up. 
You're going to be run over or you're going to be stand up. When we accepted Jesus, he put an eternal word in our spirit. Our lives are hidden with Christ in God. So the circumstances of life, death, divorce, bankruptcy, being put outdoors, all of these things are circumstances that the Lord allows to come to see how are we going to handle it? That's one part of it. The other part of it, God will allow circumstances to be utilized against our lives or against the word in our lives to see what we're going to do with the word in our lives. Because you can't substitute the word. <laughs> There's no substitute. You got it and the devil wants it. He loved breaking Christians down so they can go the place they make their money and they're the saddest person in the building. And somebody wonder, what is wrong with you? Don't you go to church? Aren't you a Christian? We make mockery of the word when we don't stand up. Everybody know we are just sad and all dried up in the face and people wonder why. And the first thing they're going to surmise is that, first of all, I don't want to be a Christian like that. Now if God can't help you through this. Yeah. I got more stuff going on in my life than you. And you falling apart like a five cent suitcase. I don't need to even be talking to you about who you say save you. So we need to understand that it's the refining of your character. See some of us still got a smart mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can get hit in the mouth with a baseball bat. We still going to have last word. <laughs> Spitting teeth out and still talking. <laughs> so the Lord allows somebody to come by and just straight cuss you out on a Monday morning. So when situations happen in life, it's the refining of the word that you have in you that the devil wants you to deny and not use and turn your back on, quit God, quit church, quit tithing, quit everything because your dog died. And another thing, I'm moving on with a whole lot of scripture just a moment. Another thing you have to be aware of in ministry is your interaction with one another. If your actions with one another are not honorable, or you cheat somebody out of their money, or you don't pay them, these things that make us human, when those things are run over and not paid attention to, people leave the ministry because of you. And you're satisfied. You're good with that because nobody is going to tell you what to do. You got a whole lot of growing up to do. So there's a whole lot of fire in your future until God breaks you, until he allowed the circumstances of life to break you. And I pray that this upcoming year and even today that God would open our eyes to cause us to see that we owe one another love. Amen. We owe one another respect. Amen. 
Because we're not an island. We're not out here by ourselves. Faith is on trial. All right. Let's run a plethora of scripture right quick. Go to the book of James. Go back to your left right quick. Go to chapter 1. Trial by fire. Man, I, listen, I didn't, I didn't know what I'm sharing with you when I was a baby in Christ because I didn't have nobody to teach me, everybody. And I'm wondering what in the world is going on, man. You know, I, I got born again and it just looked like everything was just fine. It was just lovely. In about 21 days, all them evil thoughts start coming back. Uh, all that stuff just is just stuck up. And I wonder what in the world wrong. I thought I was through with this, I thought. I ain't know I had an old and a new nature now. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what was going on with me. But it was, it was strange to me. But I knew one thing. I was not going back to no nightclub to start drinking again. I had to find out what was going on with me. And the Lord said, here's my word. God cannot do wrong. So don't let the devil lie to you to think you, cause you to think that God has done something wrong. God cannot do no wrong. It's that word in your heart that the devil is after that he's trying to get us to not trust. That's where the fire is and that's where the trial is. All right. Are you in James 1? Look at verses 3 and 4. Read. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. Now you notice how James put this. This is a brother of our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, knowing this, we ought to know this. We ought to know this. And God said, my people are destroyed because they don't know this. <laughs> my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because they have rejected knowledge. And God says, because you have rejected knowledge, you don't want to be taught, you don't want to know me, I have rejected you. Now that's Old Testament. Today, he cannot leave you. Because great is he that, I like that scripture, great is he that's in you than he that is in the world. Everybody say these words, the devil is after the word in me. That's what he's after. So since he can't take it out, once say it always say, since he can't take it out, he wants us to doubt it and don't use it. Right. Have you ever seen someone with a whole lot of keys on a key ring? Now you may, you know, steal a key ring. You don't, you might as well leave it there. You don't know what those keys go to. But the key to life, and this is amazing to me when I was searching this out, the key to life. Now the question is. Will I do his will There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come 
the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.